On this episode, I will be taking you through a Facebook funnel specific to profitably scaling e-commerce sales. Do stay tuned. Welcome to 2X e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kenei, answers them. Also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So on the inbound marketing strategies, how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. This episode is brought to you by Clavio. It is a game-changing email automation tool specifically built for scaling e-commerce businesses. I'm not just saying it. I use Clavio in my e-commerce store and its stores are advice for. Household names in the e-commerce space such as Brooklyn Inn, Bonobos and Chobis use Clavio. Here's why. Clavio has one of the most impressive feature sets in the e-commerce email personalization space at the moment. Besides the one-click setup, Clavio's Pixel tracks visitor behavior to help you set up highly effective custom email funnels. Clavio also offers pre-built autoresponders for cart abandonment, upsells, and win-back campaigns. Clavio's most game-changing feature is its Facebook audiences integration, which helps your email list to sync up with your Facebook ad campaigns. So as you continue to scale up your store, Clavio will help automate a lot more sales. Try Clavio today on Clavio.com, spelt K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show, everybody. I'm your host, Kone Campbell, and this is the podcast show dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. I help you, my listeners, rapidly grow metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, traffic, and ultimately sales. On today's episode, or before I actually start today's episode, I'd like to give a shout out to Adam, Rob, and Sarah for getting in touch with me by email and just giving you know um, me a heads up on um, on the quality of um, some of the episodes I've um, put out there, some of the interviews I've had, and um, particularly the Facebook, um, the five day Facebook, um, you know, advertising series I put together. And people have been asking me questions. And um, if you haven't already subscribed to the the YouTube channel, I um, push out um, some Facebook tips on there on uh, on a weekly basis now. Um, just have a look at it. Um, it's just type out on, um, on YouTube, um, physical product, um, you know, um, business podcast, and you should find it. I'm going to change the name, um, to, to, of that channel, um, very soon. Um, if you're having difficulties, I'm going to have um, a link to the YouTube channel in, um, in the show notes. Okay, so on today's episode, I wanted to, um, you know, as a talk about um, what um, funnel 
is actually working superbly well, you know, for me in in e-commerce right now, um, from a Facebook advertising standpoint, um, I would suggest that you get a pen and paper um, to take notes. Um, you can pause the the show now if you're you know um, listening on you know your your phones or your desktop or wherever you're listening. Just um, try and um, go somewhere where you have where you could actually. Um, you know, grab a notepad and, um, you know, a pen because this is not visual. This is fully audio. I'm going to break down how um, I'm scaling campaigns. Basically, um, I'm, you know, I'm working on some campaigns where we're spending five to ten thousand, you know, dollars a, a day right now. And we use this technique. It's, you know, I'm tried and tested. We scaled out from like seventy five dollars spend a day through to to, to 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 for one campaign to about four thousand dollars a day and it's it's pretty simple with with um before i say it's pretty simple with a positive roi of about 3x okay so for every five five k we spend we're, we're getting about 15 grand you know back um this is us dollars so so yeah um this is the structure and um you know of, of the campaigns you know we're, we're going to run before I jump into the structure of the funnel, um, I, I want to say that your offer, <laughs> your offer is like superbly important. It, it all boils down to your offer. And if like you think, you know, um, Facebook is your um, golden ticket um, to um, to success, you're, you're absolutely wrong. You need a first of all. You need a tried and tested, um, you know, offer that actually works. You know, so um, I would suggest that, like, if you have products, you know, um, already that you're trying to sell, um, that you're already selling, you know, organically through word of mouth. Um, preferably, um, you have a list. You know, you have an active customer base. Basically, that that is a key principle. Because um, I have worked with um, with both like super successful, you know, e-commerce businesses, and on the one hand, um, you know, they they obviously had product market fit from the get go, and so there was little handholding um, with regards to you know um, you know notching and guiding the clients. Um, on the flip side, I have worked with, you know, um, companies that are just trying to, they had funding, but um, they, they're just trying to figure out, you know, what their product market fits. And um, using Facebook is good, but um, the frustration of um, immediate results could, you know, totally frustrate you. So I would always suggest to 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 entrepreneurs in to to to, to e-tailers, you know, people in e-commerce, whether you're a marketer in e-commerce or you're you're, you're a business owner, that um get product market fits, you know, organically, and um and then prepare, you know, to launch and scale via Facebook. Yeah. So, um, one key principle before I get into explaining how this funnel, you know, works, that this funnel actually is working really well. One key principle you need to, you know, um, have in mind is that um, the creative type 
um, that seems to be working for this particular funnel is a video. It's a video ad that, that I'm using for this funnel, this exact funnel. Video ads are working really well. And I'm going to I'll probably publish another episode dedicated to um, the perfect video ads. But with your video ads, um, you don't want to, um, just some principles here right now before I, you know, just so you have some, some principles, you know, before we, we move ahead. Um, so when you start your video, um, you really want to grab the attention of users in the first three seconds, straight up. Um, you need to show your product in use. You need to capture the attention of, um, of, um, of your, your, your target audience. And um, you need to, 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 to just grab their attention or else they'll, they'll just move away. To, they'll just click through. They'll just scroll through their feed. The second principle you want to be aware of in, in video is the video must be consumable without audio. Okay, so even if, you know, audio is turned off, which is the case, you know, um, probably half of the time when people are scrolling through their newsfeed, um, you still need to, so that visual, you know, needs to be so powerful that um, it gets people to stick. Not only gets people to stick, people could watch your entire video without sound. How do you do that, you ask? Well, what you want to do is you want to use subtitles. And you don't want to use the bland subtitles you typically will see on your TV screens or, you know, on movies. You want to create, you know, um, you know, subtitles that are very colorful, very large. If you look at um, Now This or even BBC or The Economist, these publications, a lot of um, media companies have started to adopt this style for telling stories. So, um, if you kind of think about the last time you consumed like a news story on on Facebook, you'd realize that um, it was it was it was audiovisual, and um, it was also you know um, vid- yeah, audiovisual, and it also had lots of t- subtitles. And subtitles were bold text with a bit of color that emphasizes specific words you they want you to um, sort of hook on. So that's like super important. Um, the third principle I want to talk about is empathy. So when you're writing your video scripts and when you're trying to connect with um, with a potential customer, always present the opportunity from their point of view. Okay, I'm not talking stories here. I'm not talking about brand stories. I'm not talking about you know um, yeah brand stories. I'm talking about what's in it for your customer. What what's in it for that customer? What's in it for that person? People are all selfish. Everybody moves every day on the basis of self interest. So you need to you need to really drive in the self interest. You know bit how your product will transform and change their lives so whether it's lux- a luxury product you're selling or you know whether it's um it's a functional gadget you're selling so if it's a luxury you know um, product you want to say that you know this product would elevate their ego you know um you know this product is extra comfortable luxurious you know um this will make you you know, Superman, you know, so you need to really sell the transformation. So that's all I'm going to talk about on on this before I start out the funnel. So basically the step one of the funnel is a video ad, right? Based on the principles I've just talked about. So we started this campaign on a video ad and we 
we're putting like a spend of about 10 to $25, you know, um, you could start even as with as little as um, seven, you know, eight dollars. But the key thing you want to do. So with regard to the targeting, what, what you really want to do with this video ad is you want to find and test audiences. You know, um, so what I mean by testing audiences, um, let's say you were selling um a pair of um you know really nice sunglasses you know nine and you were trying to target your your, your you know you you are in this funnel I'm, I'm telling you about well how i would set up your funnel is i would start to think about I, i'm going to create like seven ad sets if i have sufficient budget i'll create 10 ad sets i'll put the budget of the ad sets of between as i said um you know 10 to 25 dollars as an if like you know i'm restricted on a budget i put um a, a daily budget of about seven dollars fifty okay and um when i put the, the you know and that um, the targeting of each ad set will be specific people who or audience targets that I think are likely going to be interested in my product. This is where I, you know, I was talking earlier about um, the fact that, you know, if you already have organic product market fit, you know, you already know who your customers are. You're not going to be guessing at this stage. You're, you're going to say, okay, um, you know, consumers of my products tend to be men age, 19 to 34 you don't want to do that though and um, they tend to be they tend to be attracted to it um, from the hip-hop culture so if you, you'd, you'd start to see trends from you know certain subcultures um, and then within your targeting um, you could start to target you know um, those subcultures or those kind of interests you know more or less so you want to set up your your initial funnel, you know, your initial ad sets, you know, those 10 ad sets based off on interest, right? And those interests you set will be, you know, um, you know, interest in which um, you think will align, you know, best with your brand. So, as I said, you know, this is a testing phase. This is phase one, which is a testing phase. You're testing out audiences. And um, one thing to point out here is that you, what you're trying to do is build out, you know, data on on, um, on custom audiences. So you're trying to build in pixel data. You're trying to collect and harvest pixel data on the best kind of customers who are ideal for your, your, um, your product. So with our sunglasses, you know, um, um, example, I could, you know, um, I could start to target people who like a particular brand similar to my sunglasses. So I could start out with, you know, people who are interested in, say, um, Ray-Ban, people who are interested in Dolce & Gabbana. I could, you know, um, put in people who are interested in Gentleman's Quarterly or Vogue. Now, the problem with doing all of what I just said is that the audiences for such um you know um for such brands will be massive will be in the millions and you really don't want to target you know too many people in your testing phase you want to target like you know people um you want to target a range of people between you know audiences between say 200,000 and 2 million so 
that I think two million, the max I've gone is three million, you know, in, in such at the testing phase. Um, so you, if like, for instance, you, you choose to want to, um, you know, target Vogue and um, the Vogue audience targeting um, based on the age demographics you put in or is like 10 million, you know, in your particular country. Um, you will really want to flex that audience, you know, down to something narrower. So an audience, you know, um, that's probably narrower. So you could say, um, I want to target people like Vogue, but, and um, also like, um, you know, a particular brand of sunglasses or, and, and also like sunglasses. And what that would do is because you put the and, you use the and operator in your interest targeting, it would narrow down that initial, say, 10 million to something more specific. Um, try and, you know, make it tight. Um, so I said 2 million, 200,000 to 2 million. And, um, you know, try and target, you know, um, try and target based on single interest. When I mean single interest, I mean, even if you're flexing or you're um, adding a bunch of interest together, make sure they're tightly related and um, they're connected to one concept. So I'll give you an example. Um, if like your your target, if your your audience targeting has got to do with dogs, and you have um, the interest dog lovers, dog owners, um, you know Labrador, you know owners, that's very tight, and you could put that under you know dog you know owners. Um, so, so so that's what you want to do. Or say you you found a brand you know on. <clears throat> Uh, as a target and the brand was like um, a million and you had other sort of fan you know pages you could target related to that brand you could you know just lump them up together till you you know have a sufficient you know nice tidy size so once you've done that um you want to you know sort of create seven to ten ad sets you know um tight ad sets as i said audience size of between two hundred thousand to two million um you don't want to go too specific try and keep it a bit broad you know try and keep it male and female if you think um if your product is definitely definitely female like makeup you could just choose you know the female but keep it broad as broad as possible for more general products and then run run it keep it going for at least seven days at the end of the seven days this here's what you should you know here here are a few things you will pick up um one thing to to understand is kind of like um the the, the kind of metrics you want to look at are your click-through rates your cost per per thousand impressions your um cost per click there's three things are very very important so your 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 click through rates um should not be you know less than one percent if if it is then you may have you know a problem with your offer with your creative you know if your click through rates are not that high then your offer might be off or your audience your audience targeting may be off that tells you gives you a a gauge but if you're having like seven to 10 ad sets running, um, the advantage of that is um, if you see a high click-through rate for a particular audience, then you know that um, the other audience that has a low click-through rate may not be best suited for, you know, that product. So that, put that um, you know, that, that audience that has a higher click-through rate, you could, you know, duplicate another ad set 
you know, um, based with um, another audience target similar to 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 that initial one with good performance, just to see engage, you know, um, you know how things are going to go. If all your ad sets, you know, are, are not delivering, you know, good good click through rate, then you probably want to check your creative out or your offer itself, your product, you know, how you're presenting your product and your creative um, to, to Facebook's audience. Um, with regards to, to cost per CPM, which is um, cost per thousand impressions, if you're in the USA, your CPM, you know, could be anything between 10 to $20. I think anything higher than $20 will, you know, ring alarm bells in, in, in my radar, that is. And that's why you need, you know, good sizable audiences of 200,000 to 2 million, you know, because um, the smaller the audience, the more you pay CPM wise. If what I also do is um, for a lot of the campaigns I'm involved in, the the e-commerce, you know, um, the e-commerce stores actually sell worldwide. So I would split um, between USA and worldwide. I'll just put the rest of the world, right? Um, or maybe the EU, North North America, what have you, the rest of the world, basically. I lump the rest of the world, you know, together at the testing phase. And if you lump the rest of the world, you know, together in the testing phase and ex- exclude the USA, what you typically get are, you know, conversion, you, you get CPMs of less than $5, you know. But if you're in the US, um, expect to, to have CPMs of 10 to $20, the third metric I check is CPC. So CPC is cost per click and it will vary. It will vary. Um, typically, if you're selling in the US, your um, CPC, your cost per click will be between $1 to $3. And um, your um, your um, if, if you're selling to the rest of the world and you exclude the US, um, your CPC can, you know, should be less than a dollar. Okay. So once you you see these metrics and you you you, you gauge uh, okay my CTR is one percent or more, uh, my CPM uh, if as a US is ten to twenty dollars, um, my CPC you know is between one to three dollars if I was in the US, then you know that your metrics are you know nice and solid, okay. Then you want to do two things: you want to start to prepare to scale on the one hand, and then you want to start to see your custom audiences. So your custom audience um, will be, you know, you want to track people who viewed, um, you know, content, you know, VC, it's called the VC, view content, you know, audience. And um, all you need to do is go into Facebook audiences and um, just create, um, you know, a view content audience. Base it on 180 days, by the way. Okay. I know there's a lot of information I'm I'm putting on here. But um, when you you do that, the view content, remember that um, you want to just view the content for this specific product. Okay. So um, in your Facebook, um, you probably can use what's called a content ID um, in your audience, you know, targeting, or um, you could just use a URL match. Okay, because what you're doing is you're building, you know, an audience specifically for this product you're trying to sell. I'm not talking about, you know, trying to sell an entire, this is a funnel, not for an entire store or an entire category, which in which you could use, which another funnel would apply, but this is a funnel for a particular product. So if you're selling one product or, you know, just a few products. So um, you build out an audience um, for all the people who viewed content. So just to, to, um, to define what a view content is. Um, a view content audience basically are um, 
adverts, you know, um, content views or, um, you know, um, actual page visits, you know, based off of, um, your, your advertising, you know, direct page visits based off on your advertising. So you want to build that out. Um, you also want to build out, um, your, your view of your video, you know, video views. Um, so you want to build out audiences of 50%, 75% and, um, 95%. Um, and then you want to build out um, add to cart, um, initiate checkout and um, purchase, you know, pixels so, or custom audiences, you know, based off on your <coughs> your pixel data. Now, the essence of this is you're, you're building out, you know, um, you're building out lots of data, you know, on, on this particular product. So that's funnel one where you've got all your data, you know, sorted, you know, the audiences that are working and um, you're ready to scale. Okay, so for funnel two or stage two of this, um, what you want to start to do is build out lookalike audiences. So with lookalike audiences, what, what you want to do um, is you want to build out lookalike audiences based on initially just your view content and your video views. So I tend to use video views of 95%, but I have used um, video views of um, 50% and they've worked terrifically well. But you make a choice. If you're limited in budget, use the 95%, you know, video views and create a lookalike. But if you have a lot of budget to spend, um, create a lookalike for your 50% video views, 75%, you know, video views and 95% um, video views. Create a lookalike audience based on um, review content. Now, what I tend to do for my lookalike audiences is I don't do like 1%, 2%, 3%, you know, 4%, you know, to 10%. What I do is I would do a lookalike audience for 1%. Then I do another lookalike audience for 1% to 3%. Then I do another lookalike audience for 3 to 5%. Then I do another lookalike audience for um, 5 to 7%. And then I do the final lookalike audience for seven to ten percent. That will come to a total of about five um, lookalike audiences. So if you if you do a five for the view content, and you do another five for um, video views, you already have t ten ad sets. You know, and then if you you know do um, ad sets for or lookalikes for ninety five, seventy five, and um, and fifty then you'd be talking about 20, you know, um, ad sets, which is five by five, the view content, you know, and actually four by five, yeah, four by five, which is about 20. Um, so what I also do at this stage, you also have to remember that in order to create lookalike audiences, you have to have had, you know, at least a thousand conversion events. And in order to get a thousand, you know, plus conversion events, um, you'd have need to run that campaign you know, over a week or so. So um, once that is done, um, we I give a I allocate a budget of at least at least fifty dollars at least fifty dollars. Ideally, you want to start to start um, this phase with um, hundred dollars per ad set. So if you have you know um, you know fifty fifty dollars times twenty, you're already spending a thousand dollars a day. Okay. Now, if this goes through, which will most likely go through if you've had really good good um, numbers from your testing phase, um, you start to see you know good ROAS because um, even at the testing phase, you would have still seen good return on on your you know advertising spend, which means ROAS. So at this stage, you will start to um, you know get 
more um you know you start to to get sales it starts to um you know you start to see you know ROAS of anything from two to four percent probably even five if your product is really unique and this is only going to be based on on that video now with regards to varying your um your creative um one thing i've seen work really well <clears throat> is um carousel videos so not many people know this, but in a carousel ad, you could add a video um, to any of the cards on your carousel. And that works. It works terrifically well in some niches, you know, such as fashion, you know, e-commerce, because you have the opportunity to present 10 cards at the same time in one or more cards, you can present a video. Okay, so you're getting a lot, a lot of bang um, for your buck, you know, using a carousel. But I, you know, I've used um, a carousel. I've used um, a single video with with good creative, and it still worked. The you know still worked. The it still you know delivered you know conversions. So you know, as I said, you could you when you create when you're at that one thousand spend um, and you want to spend further, um, it'll be best to duplicate you know your ads. Obviously, your history is going to start again when you duplicate your ads and the new ads. Um, some more complex ways of doing this would be, um, you know, adjusting your your budget based on performance using automated tools, which I'm not going to talk about today. But that's uh, phase two, and then phase three is using lookalike audiences of um, add to carts, initiate checkouts. You know, because you'd have built you know pixel data. If you're spending like a thousand dollars, you know, a day, you know, you'd be getting at least fifty orders. You know depending on your average order value, you know, you begin a, a good volume of orders per day. So over time, you want to start to build lookalike audiences for your ads account. The moment it becomes available, lookalike audiences for your initiate checkout, the moment the data becomes available. And then the ultimate lookalike audience you want to create is for purchase. And there's also something called customer lifetime value. Customer lifetime value basically would be an export of the email addresses and um, the 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 actual amounts these email addresses spent, you know, in your store. So if you're doing it for specific specific product, export that out as a you know an Excel spreadsheet. There's a download available for um, the CLV CLV export. I was actually watching um, a Facebook Blueprints you know video, and um, they said that that is like the most accurate data point they can ever have the CLV. So um, export, you know, your, your email list with the average order value. You could do that, you know, um, from any good, you know, e-commerce platform um, there. So if you're looking at it from a, for a particular product, you could do that for an individual, you know, product, an individual sale, an individual product. And then you create a lookalike, you know, audience based on those email addresses you've, you've exported. Again, you, you may need a thousand to to make it to make the data really significant um at this point in time you'll be spending four grand easy you know you'll be spending four grand easy even if you know the campaigns are the ad sets are at a hundred dollars spent think about it if you have five um you know um view contents you have um about 15 video views sometimes you you kill some you have another five add to cuts, you know, um, you have another five initiate checkouts, you have another five purchase and you have another five, um, five, um, you know, customer lifetime value, you know, um, LLAs, lookalike audiences, you know, ad sets. That's one, two, three, four, five plus um, three, um, which is eight and eight times five 
is, you know, easily 40 ad sets, you know, and 40 ad sets, you know, um, times 50 is already two grand. And then you say 40 ad sets times 100, that's four grand easily. So, so that's this funnel. I hope I wasn't too fast. You know, I pre-warned you. It's a lot of info to to um to take in. I'll just take a screenshot of the spreadsheet in which I have this and I'll put it in the show notes on my website, to xecommerce.com. Yeah, that's it. That that really is it. Um hope you found this episode, you know, valuable and not too technical. It might have been technical for some, but like this is this is what is, you know, working right now. It's working right now. On another episode, I'm going to talk about um, uh, another funnel, an alternate funnel um, that makes use of carousels um, and video. Um, and it's quite interesting. So it's still the same first stage of this funnel, but the second stage changes. Um, so, so, yeah. Guys, if you found this valuable, um, I'd appreciate if, you know, um, you give me a shout out. If you didn't find this valuable, I'll still appreciate you give me feedback. Um, so that I kind of understand how to improve, you know, um, subsequent episodes until the next show, everybody do have a fantastic one and, um, God bless. Peace. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. Check out show notes on 2xecommerce.com forward slash podcast. Also be sure to follow me on Twitter. My handle is Kunle T. Campbell and the 2xecommerce handle is at 2xecommerce. If you haven't already, please write us a review and subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you like um, this episode, share it with friends on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. 2X e-commerce is produced by me, Kune Campbell, with the help of Bubban Makech. Do have a fantastic week ahead and um, thank you for listening. Cheers. Bye. So that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2X e-commerce. Remember, you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag 2xecommerce. Keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store. Do have a good one till I catch you on the next show. Bye-bye.